0: Welcome back to the Basic Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Thompson. And sitting a socially distant, uh, back off, buddy, uh, <laughs> is our co-host, Ray Jewell. Ray, welcome back. Thanks, Kevin. It's
1: always good to be here.
0: By um, the way, Ray just touched my knee. and That's the
1: new social distancing approach to greeting each other.
0: Um, no. It, okay, no. elbows? Elbows, yeah. Okay. Uh, but stay but I
1: used my hand on his knee.
0: Yeah. It was that's...
1: the back of my hand, though, just so everybody's okay. aware.
0: But that's still that's still a little weird. All right. So that's anyway, okay. I'm more than just a this little This is not weird. how I want to start off this podcast. Do we need to start again? No. All right. I mean, actually, yeah, this is actually, if you're listening, this is actually take two of this particular podcast, but I'm not getting into that right now. Um, I do want to. Listen, I do want to mention real quick uh, for those of you listening last week, and I hope you were listening last week. I hope you listen every single week to the Basic Bible Podcast. But I mentioned uh, we would be interviewing uh, Joe Marshall, who is a missionary out in Australia, and unfortunately, I had to cancel that interview. Um, it's come to light since uh, that time that Joe has been involved in some things that I don't agree with, um, and some heretic. No. Uh, I had to cancel the interview because I, I forgot uh, my son Tommy had a baseball game. <laughs> and I'm not going to miss his baseball game. And so Joe did mention, you know, I, I, clearly I'm priori- prioritizing sports over missions. Um, and I, if you know me, that, that's probably true. Um, I'm a big... No. but uh, <laughs> When it we,
1: comes to your son. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Um, but I will be, uh, we will be rescheduling that. And I'll let you know when that's going to happen. Um, But we're we're going to be talking about an important issue, as I'm going to steal your line, to paraphrase Mr. William Shakespeare, to mask or not to mask? That That is the the question. question. Um, This issue of masks is not um, (coughs) necessarily found in scripture, (laughs) and um, for good reason. I didn't have uh, what we're talking about right now, surgical masks or whatever, the Bible talks about, you know, masks as in hypocrisy, mm-hmm. but we're not talking about that. I'm still waiting. I am still waiting for the first sermon um, uh, where someone says, well, that's, are you, uh, you should be wearing a mask in public, but have you taken off the real mask? Are you hiding your sin? Are you being a hypocrite? I haven't heard that sermon yet.
1: Philip, Ellen, are you listening? (coughs) Uh, Kevin wants to hear a sermon about hypocrisy. (laughs) Maybe
0: I should do that in chapel sometime. There you go. Anyway. It probably works better there. (laughs) um, But really, this is ripping apart some churches. Oh, yeah. Uh, Should we wear masks or not? Because you've got two sides. You've got the one side that says, yes, wear a mask. Now, in Wisconsin, it's required uh, thanks to our governor. And you do so because you love your neighbor. But the backlash is, you don't trust God. You can't be... The Bible says he has not given us a spirit of fear, Ray. Yeah. Take upon. Someone told me this. Someone said, you're not taking on the full armor of God. <laughs> if you take on the full armor of God, you got nothing to worry about. I don't... Stop I, living in fear. I don't
1: see... The the full lover of God, including a mask. (laughs) There is a shield. A shield, maybe. But then, you know, the (laughs) The, kind of shield you're talking about for today would be a
0: plastic shield. (laughs) Um, And then those who are very anti-mask, and they get the, well, you're not loving your neighbor if you don't wear a mask. And you're putting people in danger. And you're just really a hateful, selfish person if you don't wear a mask. Mm -hmm. So how do we navigate this?
1: The apostle Paul said to the maskers I became a masker in order to save a masker and to the anti-maskers I became an anti-masker in order to What win translation win is this? <laughs> it's a very loose paraphrase. Yeah. Um, well the the problem with it all is this. It's become a very Consuming emotionally, physically, spiritually, issue that should be a non issue. If we do, you know, I, I don't see this as persecution of the church by the government because. Uh, first of all, it's really not. But secondly, every other establishment that has public assemblies, schools, uh, certainly any medical facility, uh, now stores and other places, unless you're eating, it's required to wear a mask. Yeah. So you, cannot, you cannot say they're pointing out that the church is being picked on by this these mandates it's right. just not a valid argument and you know, trusting God doesn't mean you throw away the brain God gave you right
0: yeah and uh, this is a bigger issue than just a mask I think well yeah. and I think we need to separate it from the political issue um, as you said I don't believe this is persecution wearing a mask. Um, because everyone's being asked to do it if you're indoors, uh, at least again, here in Wisconsin. Um, and I, I, I think what troubles me about this, and again, I, I don't even want to get into the science of it cause I, I don't like wearing a mask, but I do it. I don't either. <laughs> but I, I do it. Yeah. And, and if it helps, then fine. I'll do it. If, if it helps then whatever. And especially if my government tells me to do it, I'm going to do it. I, I believe that's the Romans 13 principle in that I obey the government when I'm able to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not against Scripture to wear a mask. It's not against any biblical principle I know to wear a mask. So whether it's... And, and I'm going to say something uh, that I'm... Maybe because I'm actually against the mask mandate here in Wisconsin. I don't think it's needed, and I don't think the way it was done is even legal, mm-hmm. but I'm going to obey it. Mm-hmm. I will fight against it, but I will obey it. Mm-hmm. And when it comes into the church, I don't want to take the political issue with me. Right. Because the church is a bigger, uh, there's a bigger picture here. Mm-hmm. And that is where loving my neighbor comes in. Right. Um, if I, I know there are some people who won't come to church because they don't feel safe in this corona, whether they're right or not, I don't care. Yeah, I care for their soul more than their political opinion. And if wearing a mask is going to help somebody else feel more comfortable in my church, then I'm wearing a mask. Yep. It, it's simple. It's that simple for me. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in the, the government conspiracy theories. I don't believe in. Um, as I've heard on Facebook many times, or seen on Facebook many times, I don't think it's the mask of the beast, <laughs> the Antichrist is preparing the world for a takeover, and uh, what
1: Well, I mean, you know, you're, what you're talking there is conspiracy theories, and those abound, and here's yeah. just one more added to the mix, that people, you know, it probably will have its day in the sun, yeah, and hopefully will fall away once you know i mean if we get to the place where we're rid of coronavirus yeah i don't know i mean the new normal it might be the new normal it might be that we'll have to do this the rest of our lives to you know to wear a mask to church or to wear a mask in public i agree with you i hope not either but if it's if it becomes a reality that this is something that we need to do to protect other people, then I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, I'm just not convinced that it's a weakness on my part to agree to wear a mask. And it's certainly if it if it's an, an assault on my freedom as a citizen citizen of the United States, well the Bible talks about freedom in a lot different way than that. Yeah. You know, I'm free to do to love my neighbor.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm not free to love myself. The Bible I don't you know, the only time the, the phrase love yourself is used is when he's talking about loving your neighbor. Yeah. Because I mean, hey, we're humans, we're fallible humans, we're sinful humans, we we automatically love ourselves. Right. So to to put self to death This is a good way of of, uh, practically of saying this is, uh, you know, I will sacrifice this little bitty ounce of freedom not to wear a mask in order to serve others, right, and, and maybe keep others safe. Well, let's face it, even before the coronavirus thing. We've got, we all have germs (laughs) that we could easily pass on to somebody.
0: And churches can be germ factories. Oh,
1: yeah. Not as much as schools, but certainly, uh, you know, anytime you have a public place, it can become a germ factory. And, you know, we have to be uh, concerned about the other people that we come in contact with as opposed to me and my little bubble.
0: Right. So and I, I think we can compare this to the you know the issue Paul addresses in Romans, the idea of meat sacrificed to idols. Mm-hmm. Some people couldn't do it, some people could. Uh, some people could eat that without a bad conscience. Some uh, some couldn't. And and Paul, you know, it's interesting because Paul didn't take a side in a sense. In, in once sense, he said, listen, meat is meat and whatever. Right. But he said, listen, the bigger issue is are you loving your brother? The bigger issue is, um, you know what? use your liberty not as a restraint for others or as oppression to others but as a way to love other people you know what he said you know if i'm if i'm with somebody who's offended by meat i'm just not going to eat it yeah it's not worth it mm-hmm. um and so i think the same thing is true with masks. you know what if if more masks or people wearing masks brings more people into the church fine that's a small price to pay Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I treat it like, you know, back when I was a kid. I don't do so anymore, but, you know, as soon as uh, the final amen was said and we walked out the door, the big tie came right off the neck. It was just, you know, I don't wear ties much anymore. But, me neither. Um, but the same is true in church or, or ever supermarket, whatever, for me. As soon as I put my foot out the door, the mask is off. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I can deal with a mask for an hour or so if it means... Other people are gonna be saved. Yeah. And so I don't think it's worth dividing a church over. Mm-hmm. Um, God's people have met under much worse circumstances. Oh, yeah. Us. I mean this is
1: this is I mean it's it's laughable when I stop and think of the different persecutions and sufferings that people that have followed Jesus in the history of the church this is this is like not even on not even a blip on the radar screen and that's what's so aggravating to me about this is you know churches are having to spend time emotionally spiritually physically dealing with an issue that i think satan has grabbed hold of and made it into the divisive thing that it has become. And that's, um, you know, just imagine, of course, I mean, I know there's somebody out there that's going to say, well, Jesus would just heal the situation. Well, Jesus didn't always heal the situation. Right, He would walk through a situation with, with somebody, but he didn't heal it necessarily. And, you know, until this is taken care of, the, the smart thing, the prudent thing, the Christian thing to do. Just wear a mask.
0: Yeah. If, that, if that's what your church is asking you to do, and I'm not saying churches should, unless required by the government, uh, I'm not saying churches should require masks, but if your church does, deal with it. hmm You know, you got bigger fish to fry than just this. And, and, and you need to show some understanding. Your pastor, I saw this on Facebook a while back, but... Um, your pastor has never had to shepherd people through a pandemic before. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still trying to figure out what to do. And so, you know what? Be kind. Be kind. Let, yeah. Show some grace here. Yeah. So, let me let me throw out some scripture to you, Ray. I want, I want your, um, your take on this. Um, I'm here... And, uh, you know what, I'm not in the passage I wanted to be in. Oh, here, here we go. Okay. Sorry, this is radio. I need to be more prepared for my phone podcast. (laughs) Ray, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. People are living in fear. That's why they wear a mask, and God has not given us a spirit of fear. What's your response?
1: Well, once again, the old favorite pastime of the American church—ripping a, ripping the passage out of context. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's not a spirit of fear, but a spirit of self-control.
0: Well, I think right there. <laughs> hold
1: on, hold on to your emotions. You know, don't get a, don't get so riled up about it. Actually, I think those who are saying that are making it worse. Yeah. Um, you know, because they're judging, they're condemning. We're not called to do that. That's not our job. And I, and I don't think I don't think God's up there going. Well, let's see. I think that I'm on the side of the maskers, or I'm on the side of the anti-maskers. I mean, he's probably crying, saying, well, why is this such a big deal to you people? Get with it.
0: <laughs> well, I think when you talk about living in fear, first off, the passage is not talking about masks. It's not even talking about health. It's talking about sharing the gospel and standing mm-hmm. up for mm-hmm. uh, Christ and, and, and being bold in our witness. Right. It has nothing to do with masks. Um, how, how far do you want to take that? Is going to the doctor after feeling sick is that living in a spirit of fear? Uh Is buckling my seatbelt out of fear of injury? Yeah, is that a spirit
1: of fear? That's a good good uh, comparison because it's it's a government mandate that we buckle our seatbelts. Yeah. So what's the difference there? There really isn't. I mean, it's just something that you're doing to benefit.
0: Other people. How about suntan lotion? <laughs> Is that living in a spirit of skin cancer? Or, or or burning? I just stay out of the sun. <laughs> I have and to. And so, <laughs> I think that's it's ridiculous. Yeah. But also, I think those people are themselves living in fear. Right. Living in fear of the government. Because ask them, why won't you wear a mask? Because the government doesn't have a... What are you afraid of? Yeah. Well, if we give in to the government here they're going to do worse things later. This is just the laying the groundwork for you're living in fear. Exactly. You're living in fear of a government conspiracy or whatever. Your and and conspiracy and, and, theories are constantly living in fear.
1: And the thing is this too. Even if that is right and true that the government is doing some kind of conspiracy type thing to make it worse and worse and worse, who's ultimately in charge? Yeah god is in control of the situation you see that throughout scripture you see that throughout church history that doesn't matter it really doesn't matter so much what the government does we're called to be faithful to god right and if this is a step in that direction then i'm all for it not the anti-masking thing but putting on a mask to show that i care about other people i'm all for that yeah and that, but to think that the government's come up with this vast... And the thing is, that argument can be used against each either side of the aisle. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, you could say it about Trump and his group. You could say it about the Democrats. And, I mean, again, it's just adding to the fuel that's already been on the fire for several years, but especially in the last four years. And it just, it, it's becoming so mind-boggling... Ridiculous, yeah. That you know the church has a whole lot more important things to be about than whether or not to wear a mask.
0: Yeah, it, it, it does get ridiculous, and and we can't we can't allow this issue to divide God's people. We just can't do it, mm-hmm. and, and, and therefore, um, you kind of need to check your politics at the door. There are some issues that uh, overlap, you know, the issue of abortion. I, I'm going to stand up in any pulp in America and, and thunder against that. I, I don't have a problem with that or uh, other issues such as that. But when it comes to wearing a mask, again, I disagree with the government on this. I don't think a mandate is necessary. I, 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 I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to say masks are not necessary medically. Um, and, and it makes sense to me that I could see how <laughs> this would be a help. And so I wear a mask. When I'm, when I'm out and about. But...
1: <clears throat> when you're inside a public
0: building. <laughs> <clears throat> right. I mean, you don't wear one in your car. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I come into the church, my guiding principle is going to be love, mm-hmm. not politics. Right. Think, or fear. Or fear, right. I don't want to go down that road. All right, so... We're we're just about here at the end of our time, and uh, we end with recommended resources. Um, and uh, you know, I don't have a book about masks necessarily um, that I would recommend, but uh, I think there are a few books on the topic of uh, church and state and whatnot, things of that nature. And one of the books I recommend here by. Dr. Carl Truman, who's going to be a guest on this podcast pretty soon, is a Republicrat, Confessions of a Liberal Conservative. Hmm. Um, I think that's a it's an interesting read, so you'll want to read that. And um, the other book I, I want to mention is not showing up on my um, phone at the moment as I was hoping it would. Um, so I'm trying to stall for time. Um, are there any books that you would recommend, Ray, off the top of your head? No. I don't,
1: I don't have those on top of my head. I'd have to read. I, mean, uh, I was counting on you, done so done some I, research.
0: I'm trying to stall because my uh, my phone is not very fast right now.
1: Let's see if David Swanson sent me anything about that but, sort of um, topic.
0: I forget the name of the book. It's a, it's a recent publication by Jonathan Lehman from Nine Marks. Uh, having to deal with the church and state. And I, and I have the book. Um, I it'll show up on my Kindle, but this is uh, Oh, here it is. I found it. How the Nations Rage, Rethinking Faith and Politics in a Divided Age by Jonathan Lehman. Okay. I want to recommend that book to you as well. All right. Well, it's time to go. And the main reason why I'm saying it's time to go is I think we, we've talked about this subject enough, but the battery power on this mic is just about to die. Okay. So I think it's a good time to wrap it up. Though we're a few minutes early, I think we're good. So uh, don't forget to check out our website at www.basicbotspodcast.com. Oh, oh, hold on, Podcast. hold on. Oh, oh wait.
1: N.T. Wright's come out with a thing, a book, God in the
0: Pandemic. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Now, he made some, uh, some controversial statements about this a while back.
1: Yeah, he's always making um, controversial statements. And I can't
0: remember exactly what it was. Something about... There not being hope in scripture through about coronavirus or something like that. A Christian
1: reflection on the coronavirus and its aftermath. Currently 699 on Kindle. Well,
0: I'll tell you what, if it's N.T. right it's worth reading. Oh yeah. Even if you don't agree with it. Right. It's worth reading. Yeah. Alright, so check us out at org. Check us out on Twitter and uh, face Twitter and uh, Instagram on the same uh at basic bible at basic bible cast and join our facebook group um you could read ray's ramblings on john the book of john uh the gospel of john uh we'll post some memes and things in there some discussion questions from time to time so you don't want to miss all of that on our facebook group so until next time have a great rest of your week